Welcome back to another beautiful Thursday afternoon for another horror movie review or breakdown, whatever you want to call it. If you don't know where you are and you don't know who I am, you are at the Rainy Day Horror Show with the best horror podcast host in the world. Me, I am him, Dusty McBalls. A.K.A. the Certified Cougar Hunter. A.K.A. the man with the biggest set of testicles to ever be on this earth. Now, on today's beautiful and lovely episode, we have a different kind of movie. Alright? It's called The Bridge Curse. It is on Netflix. I highly recommend it, okay? Now, this movie is one of, probably one of my favorite, probably top five favorite foreign horror films. Yes, this is a foreign horror film, and it does, well, this movie takes place in Taiwan. So, it's good, it's good. You might have to watch it with subtitles if you only speak English, so, just a heads up. But it is, I highly recommend it, it is really, really good, and you know how I love my urban legends. This movie is about an urban legend. Well, in the movie, it's about an urban legend. It's not based off of an urban legend, but yes, it is very, very good. I really, really liked it. I am going to try and keep this a little bit more vague than usual, just because I don't want to give out too many spoilers about this movie, so it's going to be a little vague. This episode will be a little short, so just a heads up, okay? Now the rundown, like usual, I'm going to give you the synopsis or the synop, and then I will tell you the characters, who the, the actors who's in it, I'm going to tell you where it takes place, the box office, who directed it, the reviews, the Rotten Tomatoes, everything, okay? And then after that, I'm going to give you my little, you know, my little pointer on it, my little my little thing I liked about it, okay? Now, we all know how these Asian horror movies are, right? So, it was good. It was good. They are incredibly terrifying, I think, personally. But, the jump scares in this, fucking off the chizang, right? Shout out Snoop Doggy Dog, right? But yes, no, this is a good movie, and I'm going to jump right into it. No Crocs today. Just sit back, relax. You know, it's been a rough, it's been a rough, you know, work week. I know. Okay. So what we're gonna do is we're just gonna chill out. Just sip some tea, right? That's what we're gonna do. And then after that, we'll be able to go to bed and sleep beautifully. Or you might watch this movie. I don't know. But I'm just rambling, so without further ado, let's get into the story of, well, not story, but the review of The Bridge Curse, okay? So, a little synopsis, or synop, is... University students planning a bravery initiation test for their fellow classmates choose a campus bridge rumored to be haunted by a vengeful female ghost. Oh, it's more than haunted, sir. It is 
way more than haunted. Alright, now, the little summary of this beautiful film goes like this. The film follows four different timelines. One based in the 1990s, one based in 2012, one based in 2016, and one based in 2020. Okay, the film starts off in 2016 where six college students try to explore this bridge of a Taiwanese university which is considered to be haunted. The legend states that a girl was killed on that bridge, which this is this part gets a little confusing, okay? It takes this story only this legend only takes place once every 4 years. It's once every leap year year. So during the day, there's 13 stairs, but on leap year day night, on leap year day night, there is a 14th stair. Okay, so that it's it's can be a little confusing when if you try and read this off to somebody. So I'm just gonna, that's there you go. Now you know that that's why there's 14 stairs. It's once every leap year. Okay, and according to the myth, any person who climbs up the 14 steps and looks back will get killed. Now, to check whether the myth is true, these students in 2016 sent one of their friends up the bridge who disappears after the 14th step. The remaining students run behind their friend only to look back, and they disappear too. The next timeline jumps to 2020, where a journalist can be seen trying to unfold the truth behind the bridge. The film jumps around timelines quite a bit. It does. But it, it, it mainly takes place between 2016 and 2020. And you find out the like the origin story is the timeline from 1990. And as it's jumping through all of these timelines, it started, the whole disappearing of students actually started in 2012. And all of these students... And all of these incidents take place, like I said earlier, only during the leap year, both in 2012 and 2016. Six students go to the bridge, but only five of them turn out to be dead. The film then shows how the students back in 2016 died, revealing that a cursed girl's ghost kills people. The entire story of the ghost girl's origin story is also reviewed in the 90s timeline of the film, like I said earlier. I have all of this written down just because it helps me place everything out, so I just kind of reiterated myself but wanted to make it more clear for you. So, this is where a little bit of a spoiler comes out. I'm sorry I couldn't keep the whole thing, you know, fucking hidden, but here you go. Here's a part of the spoiler. Towards the end, it is revealed that one key character of the film in 2012 makes a deal with the devil, promising that she will bring victims to her every four years. And that is how the students in 2016 got caught up in this bridge curse, right? And then she brings five students, including herself, so there's six involved. And this time, the girl that brought those other five students with her she ends up dead because one of the other students alive before he died, he ended up making a deal 
with the devil, just like she did in 2012. And hit, and he said, I will bring you five more people to kill in 2020. And basically the ghost in the film keeps one person from that group alive and tries to bind them in a loop to bring more people to kill every leap year. And it is then revealed that the journalist working to unsolve the mystery behind the haunted bridge has been brought there by the person who made the deal with the ghost to bring more people to die in 2020. So this journalist unknowingly got looped into this bullshit, right? And the character who is regarded as Sion in the film then ends up taking the journalist's team to the bridge to keep himself alive. But towards the end, it is revealed that he comes back to the journalist's office in order to make a deal with her to bring more people to the bridge every leap year. So, yes, a little bit of a spoiler. It is, I really like this film. It's pretty good. I know it sounds a little bit confusing, but it, it, is, it is really, I think it's really, really good. And I highly recommend you watch it. The jump scares, impeccable, right? They're just impeccable. The bathroom scene, once you get there, you'll know what I'm talking about. Trust me, that bathroom scene, no joke. No joke. I can't even look at bathrooms the same now because of some horror movies, right? This one adds to that fear, okay? I'm telling you, you will enjoy it. Go ahead, watch it. I'm telling you to watch it. So go watch it. Alright, what are you waiting for? It's on Netflix right now. Turn that shit on. Alright? I know... Listen, I know you're looking for horror movies. That's why you tuned in. And I'm telling you one right now. The Bridge Curse. Go watch it. Now, this movie made $352,000 a year. Okay? I don't know if that is a lot. If we are comparing it... Com not comparing. That sounds so weird. Comparing it to... Because that was U.S. dollars. I don't. I forgot what Taiwan uses for their whole um, currency. I don't know. So sorry that I don't know. But I don't know. Okay. Um, this movie genre is horror, obviously, mystery, and thriller. Shout out Michael Jackson. All right. Now, who? Let's let let, let me let me tell you who made this movie. All right. You ready for this? Let, let, let's take a look, okay? So, its language is Mandarin or, for people that don't know, Chinese, okay? The director was Lester Tsai. The producer, Kang Ming Chang, Chai Sing Shuang, and Po Tsang Hao. And the writer's, well, writer was Kang Ming Chang. And the release date was August 28th, 2020 only to streaming it wasn't in theaters well at least from what I, i'm aware of because i'm u.s based so it was released streaming over here on netflix now the runtime is just runs a little bit under an hour and a half okay and the actors are jc lin vera yen summer meng chen ko wan ruzan and lester Tsai. Now, get ready for the Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes, okay? They didn't really give it a tomato meter, which is like their like thing. 
but the audience score was 32%, which I think is stupid. I thought it was really, really good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was good. Now, here we, now I'm going to read some of the reviews. This one gave it a rating of 3 out of 5, okay? This comes from James Mudge. Despite the death of originality, it's an efficient, harmless piece of supernatural fun, and anyone looking for an old-fashioned Asian ghost flick could probably do worse. Alright, next one is Brian Castello. Creepy imagery, violence in unoriginal horror tale. He gave it a 2.5. <sighs> Depressing. Now this one comes from Roger Moore. And he gave it a 1.5 out of 4. Swear to God, Roger, if you fuck this up, I'm going to punch you in the dick. Oh, he fucked it up. Alright. Never gels, never comes together, and rarely and rarely delivers. You know what, you know what, Roger? I got something that's gonna rarely deliver. Nope, can't say that. That's gonna get me in trouble. We are not gonna go there, okay? But Roger, you look like a pedophile. I'm seeing a picture of you right now. You look like a pedophile. Gosh, get a haircut, creep. Okay, sorry. We're done shitting on Roger. I knew it was gonna be a bad one too, just by his name, Roger. Sorry to all you Rogers out there, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, okay? He looked like a pedophile. He did. But, yeah, no, go see this movie. It is on Netflix. It is really, really good. Um, If you are looking for other, like, Asian horror movies to watch, watch Incantation 2. That one is creepy. Creepy. Real creepy. But, maybe I'll do that in a different episode. This one is all about that bridge curse, baby. But, yes, go watch it. It is really, really good. Um, I thought the acting was good, but then again, I don't, I'm not from Asia, I don't live over in Asia, so I don't know how all of our other acting is, but I thought it was good, I thought it was really good, it was really creepy, I thought it was creepy, um, it was cool that it was an urban legend, you know how I feel about my urban legends, I fucking love urban legends, and I thought it all tied really, really nice together. You find out how the girl died, and they have some twists about her death. You find out that, you know, this is, all of these murders have been going on for eight years, and there's a lot of twists within those. The jump scares are really, really good, and it was still kept that, you know, that typical, like, gloomy, gray, light blues, light greens, like, it, it wasn't super fluorescent with lights and I really really like that especially because I like gloom I think you know if you make a horror movie it's got to be super gloomy all right unless it's a summer horror film that's different but like bro that's why it's the rainy day horror show because rainy days are always gloomy and I love living in the gloomy life gloomy life right here boys and girls I'm not sexist okay trust me but yes it's a really good movie. Go check it out if you haven't. Um, but other than that, I don't really have much to say on the on that movie. It's just, yeah, I thought it was really good. I love Asian horror movies. I think they're done really, really well. And they're pretty scary. Um, jump scares, top notch. Just, yeah, it was a good movie. Overall, I thought it was a good movie. Would I rate it a 10? No. I would give it like, you know, a 6. Yeah, 6. 
which is decent, right? That's a pretty good score. I'd be satisfied with the six. But, yeah, no, go watch it. I really, really recommend it. Um, anything going on in my life? No, nothing. Except new job coming. That's it. Um, that's really, yeah, that's really about it. I'm trying to think. Oh, my cousins and my aunt are coming up here. That's fun. That's going to be fun. Buy my Crypticon tickets. So, see me at the Minneapolis Crypticon if you can. Alright. Um, if you want to send me anything horror-related... Maybe you have an urban legend. If you're out of the States and you have an urban legend, send it my way and I will research it. And yeah, I love doing urban legends. It's one of my favorite things. I just love storytelling in that aspect. It's really, really cool. But that's all I really got for you guys. Um, it's almost the weekend, you know. Then we can go party. And yeah, that's all I really got for you guys, okay? So, stay tuned for Saturday, you know, another random nautical horror story. And then Sunday we got Robert Hansen, still haven't looked up his story, but it was interesting enough, like I said earlier, or a couple episodes ago, it was interesting enough for me to put it down, so it's going to be a good story, I know it. Um, and yeah, that's all I really got for you guys. Remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing are you going to end up in one of my episodes, stay safe. I love y'all. Deuces.